showing us favour has come. And you know what happens sometimes? I get on repeat and on repeat and on repeat. And I think, Lord, you know, like, do I have to repeat this again? And he said, well, yeah, until we get it. Amen. Because faith comes by hearing, not by having heard. Amen. There's a message that God wants us to get. He wants us to get it. He wants us to take possession of us. He wants us to live it out. And he wants to live through us within that word. Amen. That the word will become flesh in our lives. So we just go on repeat. We learnt last week, on Christmas Eve, we were talking about before Christ and BC and AD. And we talked about the fact that this is the year of the Lord. Every year is the year of the Lord because that's what AD means. It actually means Anno Domini, which is Latin for the year of the Lord. So every year after Christ is the year of the Lord. So if someone says to you, what's this year about? Say, well, it's the year of the Lord. It's actually the year of the Lord. It's about the Lord. Amen? AD meaning the year of the Lord. And in Luke 4, we saw where this is the acceptable year of the Lord. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Someone say, he's anointed me. He's anointed you to heal the brokenhearted, set forth, delivered those who are oppressed. Amen. And to preach what? The acceptable year of the Lord. This is the year of the Lord. I said, God, when is the year of the Lord? He said, when you actually get that it is the year of the Lord. Every year is my year. Every year is his year. It's not my year. It's his year. Oh, glory. Hey, that's a good start right there. Bless the Lord. He said that this year of the Lord is a time where free favour from God profusely abounds. What is God doing with this favour right now? What is the favour for? Oh, hallelujah. This favour upon your life is to affect your neighbours, your friends, your workplaces, your, your relatives. Amen. It's this favour of God that is being poured out. The time of favour has come into your life right now. That the favour of God be a be upon you, that you would be like lights within a dark world. Amen? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we have favour. We have, someone say, I have favour. You know, I have favour with my friends, my relatives. I have favour in my workplace. This favour is to be used. Amen? For his glory. For his glory. 2 Corinthians 5, 19 to 20, we went there. It was personally present in Christ. God was personally present in Christ. We've learned that the Christ, the anointing, is on the inside of us. He is personally present on the inside of each and every one of us. Amen? Reconciling and restoring the world to favour. We have the favour of God to reconcile the world to his favour. Is anyone excited about that? Say, God favours you. Amen. He favours the world. He says to, to favour with himself. And he goes on to say, not counting up their trespasses against them. He's not counting up our trespasses. You know, we need to slip into that and understand that favour for ourselves, that God is not counting up your trespasses. He's not taking account of everything you do wrong. Isn't that freeing? Because you have the favour of the Lord. And it's unmerited favour. Amen. This is the message that he wants us to carry in the year of the Lord. 
this is the message that, that God, that you have the favour of God to draw everyone in around you like a magnet into that favour. Amen? Hallelujah. Today I wanted to highlight salvation and celebration are partners. Salvation and celebration are partners. I'm going to run through this real quick. I'm going to have to pick it up and... But you know what? I believe in the impartation that's, been t- that's happening. God knows what we've got to do. He knows what we've got to get through. Amen. So you receive with your heart today. Yeah? Just say amen to your heart, in your heart when you hear the word that just penetrates and Holy Spirit quickens it and you hear the yes and the amen on the inside of you. Just come into agreement with it and it shall be so. Hallelujah. Psalm 51 verse 12. To 13, the psalmist said, restore to me the joy of your salvation. God is restoring the joy of our salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Restore to me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted and returned to you. So God's into, I believe, this year, restoring the joy of our salvation. Amen? I mean, truly, if we had a revelation of what happened on the cross on our behalf, we would be continually overflowing with joy. Amen? And God wants to restore the joy of your salvation. Someone say, I'm saved. Praise God, I'm saved. Amen. You know, that needs to be our response every time bad news comes, every time we we hear things that would disturb the world. Our response needs to be, praise God, I'm saved. And you know, when the world begins to see that we're praising God because we're saved, they're going to be coming, flooding in. Why are you so joyful? Why doesn't those things concern you? Because I have a Saviour and His name is Jesus. Let me tell you about Him. Oh, that's better than that. That was worth a much better response than that. Someone say, I have a Saviour and His name is Jesus. That's my response to the, what's going on in the world right now. I have a Saviour. Do you want to meet Him? Amen. Amen. This favour is all about souls. Passion Translation says, let my passion for life be restored. Oh, hallelujah. Someone says, how do I do that? He's doing it right now. You come into agreement with that, that be your prayer. Even right now, my, let my passion for life be restored. Tasting joy in every breakthrough you bring to me. Woo. How do I do this? I get out these scriptures and I declare them. I pray them through. I meditate on them. Amen. When circumstances are coming against me, what do I do? I get out my word and I say, let my passion for life be restored. Amen. When I feel like running to the hills, what do I say? Let my passion for life be restored. Tasting joy in every breakthrough you bring to me. Come on. Amen. Hold me close to you with a willing spirit that obeys whatever you say. Someone say, I have a willing spirit that obeys whatever he says. Why? Because he has a better plan for you than you can think up for yourself. Then I can show other guilty ones how loving and merciful you are. They will find their way back home to you. There are, th- there are people finding their way back home to him. The prodigals are returning. I declare it. I decree it. And I call them in in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
bless the Lord, knowing that you will forgive them. Praise God. What a message we carry. Knowing that you will forgive them, O God. My saving God, deliver me fully from every sin, even the sin that brought blood guilt. Then my heart will once again be thrilled to sing the passionate songs of joy and deliverance. Woo, come on. Amen. The passionate songs of joy and deliverance. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Hallelujah. Allow him to restore the joy of your salvation. Someone says, I never was joyous. It's time you were. It's time you knew who you are in Christ. It's time you took his word as truth. Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 12, verse 12. Behold, God, my salvation. Behold, God, my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy. Someone say, with joy. You will draw from the water of the wells of salvation. And in that day you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name and by means of his name in solemn, solemn entreaty, declare and make known his deeds amongst the people of the earth. Declare and make known. With joy I will draw from the wells of salvation. Amen. The wells have turned into rivers, church. Amen. But with joy is the way I draw on it. I draw on the joy. I draw on salvation. Joy's on the inside of me. I lean into joy and I draw from the wells of salvation with joy. I don't draw from the wells of salvation with murmuring and complaining, amen, and grumbling and fault finding and whinging. Yeah? I draw from them with joy. Why? Because I know that I have a saviour. Amen. I'm saved. I'm delivered. I'm healed. Hallelujah. Someone will say, well, I know you're saying that, but I want proof of it. You'll only experience it if you believe it is before you see it. He says, with joy I will draw. I'll run to that well and I'll draw from my God. Amen. I'll run to that word and I will draw my hope from him, from the wells of salvation. Bless the Lord. God's doing something in our midst right now. Amen. He wants to restore the joy of our salvation. Luke speaks of three analogies. I'm just going to give these and then we're going to finish up. But I believe even in this short amount of time that there's a stirring in our hearts. He will even create a hunger for you to experience his joy like never before. To experience his presence like never before. To go back there and experience what it was like the day you gave your heart to Jesus. To remind you of the encounters of his love and his mercy, in view of his mercy, that you have already experienced. But God's saying, hey, hang on just a minute. That's just the start. When you understand that this is the year of the Lord, this is a day where free favour from God is in profuse proportions. Amen. Three cases in Luke 15, 
where there was tremendous joy. And one of them was about a man who, who'd, who had a hundred sheep and lost one. Another about a lady who lost a valuable coin. And it's interesting, isn't it? I heard coins being dropped in the buckets and I normally hear coins. There's lots of coins today. I thought, Lord, you're... I love that sort of thing. He does that for me. Another is about a father who lost a son, whom we all know as the prodigal son. And in each case, the story represents salvation. The lost sheep is found, the coin is found, the son is found. Each of them are pictures of a lost soul being brought back to God, forgiven and blessed. And in each story, there's a common response. At the end of the story with the lost sheep, the scripture says in, in Luke 15, verse 6, And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbours, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. Amen. This is the year we're entering into because... There's going to be people that are going to be found. Amen. There's going to be sheep that were lost. What are sheep? Ones that once followed. Once the once followed. The 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 people that have dropped off, you know, they, they're going to be found. Amen. Hallelujah. God's seeking them out. He's seeking them out through your prayers. Amen. He's onto it. If you're concerned about lost ones, ones that have fallen by the wayside, God says, I'm after them. I'm going after them. This year, I'm going after them. Anyone in agreement? I am going after them. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Luke 15, verse 9. We have another one, the lost coin. And when she found it, she calls her friends and neighbours saying, Rejoice with me. There's that word, rejoice. Enter into joy again. For I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is more joy in the presence of of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Someone get excited about that. This is the year that I'm talking about. Amen. This is the year of the Lord. Someone say, this is the year of the Lord. This is the year where God gets his back, his kids back. Amen. And as a matter of fact, I'll say it. This is the year where he gets you back. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. And then there's a story of the lost son, which we remember he was found. That's in Luke 15, verse 22. He says, but the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe. Bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Merry an expression of joy. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. Amen. In each case, there was tremendous joy. The thing that I want to emphasize here is that salvation and celebration go hand in hand. Hallelujah. And God is restoring the joy of our salvation that we may lead sinners to him. Amen. That the favour of the Lord has come upon your life. Hallelujah. It's time to enter into the joy of the Lord just so people want to be around you. 
Amen? Just so people want to be around you. You know, it's interesting when you start to, the, an expression of joy is, isn't always laughter, but it can be. Hey, is that most people come, they're attracted to you and they say, what are you laughing about? And they might leave the mob that are crying to find someone who's laughing because there's enough crying going on out there, church. Amen? But it's time for us to enter into the joy of the Lord, that we would show sinners his way. And it's a way of joy and dancing. He turned our mourning into dancing. He has turned our sorrow into joy. He's given us a song of praise instead of sadness and for our grief, the oil of joy representing the anointing. Amen. I'm going to finish up there. Did you get something out of that? I did. Bless the Lord.